Hello and welcome to At First Glance, a podcast where we talk about movies, television, anime, video games, and anything that we want to let you know if it's worth a second. I'm your host, Jeremy McKinley, joined by... I'm Chip. And today we're going to talk about The Mandalorian, uh, episodes The Jedi and The Tragedy. So, let's, let's just talk Star Wars. Let's talk Star Wars. Let's get to it. So it was good to see Ahsoka Tano in live action, uh, like I was talking about in my last recording of possible Rosario Dawson, and she did finally show up mm-hmm. with Ahsoka Tano. Uh, what did you think of her? Uh, I like her. Uh, I, I will say her first bit of dialogue wasn't uh, delivered very well, but I feel like there's also a kind of way that people deliver dialogue in Star Wars that can come across as dry and wooden at points. Mm-hmm. And uh, I thought she got. I feel like her delivery get, was able to be better later when she's you know being more wise and Jedi about the Force and stuff. Like a minute felt more natural. Yeah. And um, just in terms of acting, I, I, I think Miss Rosario Dawson. So I know she's good. Yeah. It's um. It's it's weird because like I watched um I watched the last episodes of the Clone Wars mm-hmm. and so I had Ashley Eccleston's mm-hmm. me too. I mean that was also just like an amazing finale to a TV show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the ending of that one, yeah, which is yeah. It was, yeah. It, was, it was perfection. But I uh, but I also hadn't watched a lot of Clone Wars, so I so that voice wasn't ingrained in my head as her either. But also because it's like, you know, like over a decade or so later, like I can see her voice changing. And, and you know, you, like you know, and having a bit more weatherness, you know, like getting a bit deeper because yeah. Ahsoka's voice. She's getting older. She's getting older. Yeah, she's getting older. Remember, she started off as a Padawan. Exactly. She was a little kid, and, and Eccleston was doing the whole thing from the beginning till now. And yes, when she did the uh, the Mandalorian um, uh, thing in the Clone Wars was pretty amazing. Uh, she kind of came back, and the whole Anakin story between her and Anakin was really well done. Uh, Dave Filoni did a great job with the Clone Wars. Um, I wish. I wish I love Rosara Dawkins, but I think she played her played him a. That's the thing about Ahsoka Tano. She was very like she had a lot of heart. Like you yeah. could feel her presence. I thought it was almost kind of like Rosario Dawson was trying to play like this like wounded, broken soldier kind of thing. Was where was it, was it too understated for you? Was it just too too too? She was trying to play with too much gravitas. Too much gravitas. Where it was kind of like I get where you're going with this, but like. Like when she got upset with the with with the Mandalorian for saying I won't train Grogu to be you know to have the same issues as Anakin that was that whole thing mm-hmm. and it was like you could tell like that part made sense mm-hmm. but like leading up to it like um just how she just how she carried herself it wasn't like she was trying to do every she wasn't trying to do like hey I know someone has done this before I'm gonna try to keep in the same line from the Clone Wars as you know. From the act from the from the animated to the live action, it's almost like she said, "Okay, I'm going to play. I'm Rosario Dawson, who's playing this character, versus her just saying, I'm going to play this character and bring out what was already in the storyline.' Mm-hmm. I think she tried to make it her own, I guess, and I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing. Uh, I mean, that's I mean, that's acting one on one that you don't want to necessarily just do a kind of copy of someone else's performance. Mm-hmm. And I mean it's Star Wars, so it's you know like fans are going to like have opinions. Yes, yes, like exactly. whether or not. And um, again, I, I'm not as attached as to the original voice, but I do see the because uh, you mentioned heart, and I'm, I'm I compare Ahsoka to like 
Remember uh, Hayden Panettiere's character in, in, in Room of the Titans? Uh, coach Yoke, uh, the white coach's daughter. Yes, daughter, yes. That's what yes, I compare yes. her to her, where she just, okay. like, where she wears, where, you know, young Ahsoka wears all her feelings on her sleeve. Yes, you know I mean? yes. She's not going to, like, voice, not going to not voice her opinion or be calm and collected every time. Yes. But I, but I buy that, you know, as a 10, you know, you know like, as a much older Ahsoka, like, I, mm-hmm. buy, I buy her, like, keeping that down. Yeah. And so... Yeah, I mean, and, you know, when you add 10, you know, 10, 15 years of time between when we yeah, see Yeah, no, 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 I get you going. Yeah, I get you going. I can give, give Soka yeah, Tano. Like, yeah. like, I can give leeway in the stuff, and, you know, yes. and also, I get, I'm not as attached to the characters most people are, so mm-hmm. it, it may just be just a criticism of love. Yeah. That you're just so attached that it just needs to be just right, and, like, you're martyred for error. No, I, I, I see where you're going with this. I see what you're saying. What you're saying is, like, you know, with her, Rosalia Dawson coming on, and, like, I get what you're saying. I think it like she tried to play homage to like the way uh, she swung her lightsaber with the two lightsabers and the way she actually did a couple moves was from the Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. So action wise, she was trying to like say, "Well, I'm a Soka Tano. These are the moves I do when I'm in this fighting style." Mm-hmm. So why didn't the acting carry through with her fighting style? Right? You're saying, "Well, I'm going to pay homage to her fighting style, but I'm not going to pay homage to the, the character before me." Right, it's almost like um, uh, uh, what's your name who played the Mandalorian uh, in my in mine's um, oh in the heiress yes in the heiress uh, Katie Sackhoff yes Katie Sackhoff so Katie Sackhoff voiced uh, Bo-Katan in yeah. the animated and played her in real life mm-hmm. there was literally no transitional difference between the yeah. live action yeah, it's the same voice, the same voice. voice. So I just put the yeah. face and it was also one of those things where like. The person can play that person in live action, and and it'd be fine. Exactly. It's where like the voice actor, you know, can translate in live action. Exactly. Yeah. Playing. And it wasn't. It wasn't that I want her voice to be exactly the same. I guess what I'm saying is that just her acting seemed a little bit. It for for the where she left off in the Clone Wars and where you see her in live action. There's a there's definitely like something happened to Ahsoka Tano or something has made her a little bit colder of a character mm-hmm. than I particularly thought was necessary in that scene of, mm-hmm. of the siege. So, I mean, I know this is also going to be a backdoor uh, pilot for her show, I believe. I think they're doing an Ahsoka show. Oh, really? A yeah. separate live action? Yeah. Or, oh, cool. Separate live action. So, okay. like, so like, like, maybe the answer, the answer that you need for, uh, for you to buy into this, like, like more... Yes, more background. More... Uh, more cynical, yeah. You know, uh, so it won't be answered, and maybe you'll be fine with it in retrospect. Like, maybe right. Like, you'll watch it, then watch it again, and be like, okay, I get it now. Yes. But that's yes. only if you like. That's only also if you know they have a plan. I didn't know what you're talking. Yeah, I didn't know idea they had a plan on filling in the blanks because there's that time period from when Ahsoka Tano goes from the Clone Wars to where you see her now in the Mandalorian. There's a there's a, there's yeah, a big chunk uh, of time. Uh, yeah, she even has a moment in Rebel that she finds later. Yes. So, yes. Like, and yes. Then after that, you know. You don't see her. Yes, exactly. So, so, this, so I mean, it's just ripe for storytelling. Yeah, you got a lot of holes we can fill her in. So you're absolutely right. Maybe something happened to her because she wasn't. She wasn't so um, not that she was naive, but she wasn't discarded mm-hmm. of a character. I mean, I guess she, she's hanging out with the Mandalorian. She's on a strange world trying to overthrow this, you know, this uh, senator or city council person, basically mm-hmm. or mayor or whatever. But it just seems um, it just seemed out of character. Maybe I'm just being particular. But all right, so let's get back to um, Ahsoka Tano. Overall, I thought she did a good performance. Oh, yeah. uh, what did you think about the best car? The best cars. Uh, uh, oh, the spear. Yeah, the spear. That was kind yeah. of nutty. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I like anything involving like expanding culture. Mm-hmm. 
I love. Like, you know, like, you know, like, you know, like, like culture or lore. So like, oh, like, you know, these, we designed these to fight Jedi. It takes me back to like A New Hope, mm-hmm. where like, when Obi-Wan mentions the Clone Wars, you just imagine what that looks like. Mm-hmm. And it just makes you feel like childlike. Yeah. Like, you know, like, you fought in the Clone Wars? Yeah. 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 Now you're back to what yeah. it look like. And it's like, when we're talking about, you know, like the war between the Jedi and the Mandalorian, now you're like, in my head, I'm like, what does that look like? You know what I mean? Like, like that's just cool to think about. And honestly, I didn't know Beskar still could take a direct lightsaber yeah. attack. Well, and I feel like, I mean, it would have to, otherwise there'd be no, no point in having it. You know, yeah. But you've actually never seen it on live action yeah. when he was holding up his forearms and taking the strike from Ahsoka Tano. Yeah. Like, that had never been done before. Yeah. Like, that was amazing. Yeah. And then live action, you've never, you never seen anything just physical, not energy-based, that could just take that. And, yeah, and just hold it back. Because everything with a lightsaber is just, you know, it just melts yeah, or falls to pieces. Or, anything, yeah. yeah, so it was, it was cool to see that Beskar still was, uh, is, is lightsaber-proof. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> sure. um, this episode, the Jedi had a great opening. Mm-hmm. Like, that... Uh, uh, I was watching some guy, and the cinematography is gorgeous. It's like this, it's like this dark... Uh, kind of spooky forest in mm-hmm. terms of like this, this look. Uh, apparently, the, they, they were taking inspiration or deeper inspiration from uh, Kira Kurosawa, which I mm-hmm. you know, you know, like Lucas is a mm-hmm. huge fan of, and that's where he took a lot of his inspiration from. And apparently, apparently, he took uh, there's a certain I can't name the movie, but it has a similar scene where like characters are in like a kind of like dead forest with mm-hmm. them where it's super foggy and people are doing kind of like these guerrilla warfare tactics mm-hmm. which is what it opens up with right because you, because I, you know when you think okay they've been building up a soldier for a minute now let's once you get to her episode you're like all right are they gonna are they gonna still like, kind of hold her off until a certain point in the episode and they're like no and like like, like, like minute one like, she's here yeah and it was uh, yeah. i thought it was it was a nice change of pace to see a Jedi use kind of like guerrilla warfare tactics mm-hmm, because they're always such like you know these samurai these these people of honor they don't just like like use sneaky tactics. Yes, exactly. But because she's like, uh, we're almost all dead, so I can't like have. Yeah, I can't be up here using Jedi tactics. Yeah, I, I, I can't be up here just like you know. Yeah, announcing myself. Like, yeah, so and be like, yeah, and that's a cool thing about it because I mean, the, one of the best scenes in Star Wars Rebels is where. So Katana says, you know, I am no Jedi. Yeah. Right? When she fights yeah. Darth Vader, because yeah. he was the whole even even as Darth Vader, yeah. Anakin Skywalker says, you know, this is not the Jedi way. And yeah. she's like, Revenge is not the Jedi way. And she's like, I'm no I'm Jedi. Jedi. You know, so that was really kind of harking back to like, you know, yeah. the history. I mean, yeah. the, the yeah. fact that like So Katana has so much um like she plays such a huge role in the Star Wars pantheon within the last ten years, mm-hmm. more so than I even say than like Darth Vader, Anakin Skywalker. You know, in the sense mm-hmm. of like this growth that you see her from a Padawan to a mature. I would say, you know, as uh, as Darth Maul called her, a part timer. A part timer. <laughs> <laughs> you know, she's a part timer. You know, she's a part time Jedi. And the same with the Darth Maul kind of a part time sense. Exactly. She's not really part of that either. Yes. Like, she's not doing his own thing. Yes. So, yes. Yeah. Absolutely. So yeah, no. The it was amazing to see her fight. Uh, definitely her fighting style. Uh, what did you think of the? Um, they're looking now for uh, General Thrawn. Admiral Thrawn. Admiral Thrawn. Thrawn. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That was it. Thing, I don't even. I just. I, I, I like to watch Star Wars videos on mm-hmm. YouTube where people break down lore of books I haven't read. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. But, but yes. I know that. But I know that he's a character that's like. 
is a fan favorite. He was a, like he's part of like the original like expanded universe. Yes, yes. He was he was out of canon. Now he's in canon. Now and, uh, and I, I and I just all I heard was that he was like this. Guy, he's an alien, but he's a part of the he was a part of the empire. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's not, never really brought up or noticed that like yeah, the empire doesn't really have anything but humans. Mm-hmm. And like amongst their ranks, mm-hmm. and he was like this one guy that like wasn't human, but made it, but like was so good that he, that, yeah. that they couldn't deny like his like like his his tactical genius, mm-hmm. and they're like we have to use him. We need to like you know, like we our, need to recruit this yeah, guy. Yeah. Like our bigotry aside, game recognized game. Yeah, like, we need to use him, and so like that kind of like antagonist stories I find very intriguing. I want to mm-hmm. see. It. I want to see where that's. Well, if he was in Star Wars Clone Wars. Yeah, I mean, they call the Rebels. The Rebels, yeah. and it was cool how like the whole thing with him, he's methodical, mm-hmm. and that's what I loved about Thrawn was the fact that like he like he's that one of like I'm gonna know my enemy before I destroy them. Yeah, like and that's that's how you do it. Like you get to know their tactics, their thinking, their culture. You know. That's what I like about Thrawn. He's that guy who's like, he'll stand right next to you and then just shove the knife yeah. in real close. Like, yeah. he wants to be that. He's not that trying to kill you. Surgical precision with that guy. Yeah. And I think people like that militarily. Well, yeah, and well, it's like, it's rare that you see good military tactics in mm, Star Wars. That's true. real. Like, Back like, to your uh, yeah, shooting. Back to my, back to my thing. Like, <laughs> troopers don't even take cover a lot. Of yes, yes. I'm like, really, guys? Not even cover? You're just standing there <laughs> open in the brightest white things possible you can, that you can see anywhere? It's like, at least take cover, guys. I don't feel like you guys care about your own lives here. And when, and when a guy actually comes in like Napoleon or something like that, you know what I mean? And, and you know, yes, military yes, tactical yes, genius. Yes. And actually starts doing that more. It makes... It makes um it, it actually makes the war upon of Star Wars more interesting. Yes, they're actually yes. hitting actual military tactics that are yes, smart, absolutely, and, and not just who has the gun that can blow up a planet. Yeah, good point. No, you got a good point. Yeah, I think I think Star Wars needs an injection. I think I love George Lucas, but I think he just couldn't take it to the next level. No, Man, he's a great idea. He's a he's, yes, he's an amazing idea. Guy. Yes, yes, and and a good and a great world builder. Yeah. Not, but he's not the best storyteller. He's not the best storyteller. The problem is that because he has such a, in my opinion, he has such a lock on Lucas Arts. Like he was sitting up there and throwing stamps. That's approved. That's not approved. This is not approved. And it gets to a certain point where, like, wait a minute, you need a breath of fresh air. You need new people with new ideas to take. I mean, uh, John Favreau wrote The Mandalorian. Like he, mm-hmm. he wrote it and then said, "I'm going to direct it." But the fact is, he still had to go to the, the to the master and say, "I yeah. need your approval." Yeah. I doubt, honestly doubt if he if Disney hadn't bought Lucas Films, I doubt the Mandalorian would be made. I really I, I don't doubt. think Lucas. I don't think Lucas would approve it. That being said, Mandalorian is probably the best yes. thing Disney's done so far now. Yes. You know, so as and for Disney, I mean, but the fact that they greenlighted they, they, they greenlighted it, so like I give them, I give them you gotta props. give props. Uh, yeah, I, yes. I give them props, but they have also like. Gone back to the old world because they didn't want to trust new ideas either. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. Because they spent how many billions paying on George Lucas? Paying on Lucas, but also you know, Force Awakens came out, and yes, we all had to admit that like it, it was, was horrible. horrible. It was a new, like it was a new hope. Yeah, and you're like, yeah. I, wait, you, you spent all this money just to give me something I kind of already seen? I don't argue with you in the least. They re- did Disney try to recycle, try to basically put you know. Lightning back in the bottle and make a whole ton of money on it. Absolutely, no doubt. But the fact that at least now saying we are going to bring in more material that's fresh and new mm-hmm. is a major because he was. It wasn't yeah. like George Lucas was doing that. It wasn't like George. I mean, even George Lucas was saying like, 
Uh, what was the other one uh, that they did um, that George Lucas really approved of? I watched the table. Yeah. Uh, George Lucas approved uh, uh, you know, when he said, uh, what was the one, the Jedi movie? Um, come on. Uh, was it a movie? Yeah, it was a movie. It was the one where it was like kind of a B-rated Jedi. It was, um, come on, the Death Star, they were fighting with the Death Star. Oh, Rogue One? Yes, Rogue One. Yeah. So George Lucas even said that Rogue One was one of those things that was like, yeah, I would have made that kind of movie. Mm-hmm. Where other people were like, wow, like, it's not Disney, it's not blah, blah, blah. It's mm-hmm. not, you know, they were, they're actually trying some new IP stuff. Mm-hmm. Where I think, like, Mandalorian... I don't think George Lucas, he'd be like, oh, that's a good idea. But I don't think he would have been like, hey, let's put some money into it and really see where it goes. Yeah, but I feel like he, I feel like he would have probably like that. Like, because I, I don't feel like he may have like, been like, okay, that's like like a, because it, it, it all harkens back to his own thing. You know what I mean? mm-hmm, yeah. And yes. that's what he originally loved it, you know what I mean? Like, yes, like, yes, yes. And, you know, before he became. He became right like, yeah, we're stamping yeah. fucking pictures on what's approved. When you're watching it, it's like, it's simple again, you know what I mean? Yes, and, yes. And it's not so convoluted to the point that it, that it becomes like, it's not fun anymore. Mm-hmm, it's just mm-hmm. like, you know, like when episode one came out, you're just like, wait, so trade deals and. And mm. enjoying. Like, I mean, it's getting a little too political. It's getting like that, but it's also just too in the weeds. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it needs to kind of be out, like so it's just stripped it back down to the bare bone again. Yeah, and just, and, and, and just, just straight, just straight sci-fi western, mm-hmm. like you know, Mandalorian with no name. Yeah, absolutely. And, yeah, and, yeah. And, you know, uh, you know, the Wolf and Cub. back at that again. Yes, yeah, just simple. And it's simple. And then we just start there, and then build on it, but like in ways that are like. We'll talk about that maybe some other time. You know? mm-hmm. like, like we're not gonna like like everything isn't a spinoff. Like you know, like just hearing like you know the whole thing you mentioned in uh, in the heiress where you're mm-hmm. like, oh, they're, they're different kind of Mandalorians and different kind different sects. Just like yes. just like any religion, they're different denominations. Yes. Like not every Muslim or every Christian like believes in God the exact same way. Exactly. Exactly. And yes. so there are subsets. There, yes. there are there are subsets yeah. exactly, and so that makes it more interesting. Mm-hmm. And and also, but again, kind of mirrors reality in that sense that like okay, you know like. All these people aren't the same. All of them don't mm-hmm. think the exact same. Absolutely. And that, yeah, that's how. And yeah, of- but it's nice to see. Like, I guess my thing is George Lucas wouldn't be putting these fresh new ideas out that are no. now finally coming out no. that, were, that were fleshing out these sub stories. Uh, no, but I feel like if Dave, if he had Dave Filoni, yes, there, yes. I, I feel like he'd listen to Dave because yes. because Dave, because again, like Dave, they were like, like they were like so close. Like, yes. Because Dave, like Dave, was like, I guess the the apprentice. You know, to yes. like move Standing like, at the knee of the master. So, like, if Filoni was saying it, I feel like Lucas would be like, I, 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 I hear what you're saying. I hear, yes. I hear, you know, also, I have trust that yes. you're not going to just like jack it up. Like, you have love yes. for this. Yes. And, and it's not just about the money. So, I'll. Yeah, yeah. you believe. But then, in fact, Ro coming out of nowhere saying, hey, I wrote this script. Yeah. I mean, and, and they like, looked and, at and, it. Yeah, and I'm, I'm all, but also, you know, Filoni and, you know, we saw in the. The chef and the, that was before Mandalorian. Yes, that was before Mandalorian. And, and so they were already talking. They were already talking. Yeah. And so it's and, and so when you watch, you're like, hey, I'm pretty sure he's already like, so uh, Dave, this okay? Or, uh, uh, Dave, this okay? Like Dave, what do you think about this? And Dave's like, actually, you do this, and he's like, oh, cool, just thank you. What, yeah, what exactly. Cool. See, but that's what I'm saying. We'll talk about it later. We'll talk yeah, about the, the directors and the inside yeah. track and how. And, yeah, it's been, yeah, Dave Filoni also did a great job directing this episode. Uh, as well as writing it. Yes, yes. I, I love Dave Filoni. I mean, the guy is a master of He literally has studied at the knee of the master. I mean, he really has. I think he, I, I, he, if they do it right, because I've heard this, I listened to this on, on this other podcast, but they like 
they're like, just make Filoni like the Kevin Feige of Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, I'm that. That, that. that makes I got to leave with that. that he, he's earned his chops. He's done how many years of Clone Wars? He's put work in. Like, oh, he's, yeah. Put, he's put, and before that, he worked on Avatar. Like, yeah. I've heard of all time. Yeah. So, like, he's, they, I watched a YouTube video of Filoni and um, uh, come on, uh, Lucas together. And it was like, like, Dave was getting that, like, uh, Lucas was getting asked a question and Filoni answered it. Yeah. Like, it was like, damn, these guys are like, you could just tell, like, he has such an appreciation for yeah. Lucas, but also had, like, I'm going to take this yeah. to the next level. Yeah. Like, you could just tell. Like, he was, he was learning from the master and saying, I'm going to make this my own. Yeah. But which is really cool. But I'm going to preserve the heart that you made, that, that yes. you gave it. Like, yes. I'm going to give it a new breath, but it's still the same body. Exactly. Know? Exactly. Which is, I, I love Dave Flynn. I, I can't wait to see what he turns out. Because he went from basically doing animation mm-hmm. to directing mm-hmm. to now he's trying to do live action. Mm-hmm. And so uh, yeah, this maybe was his first live action. I think it was. Yeah, exactly. exactly. It, looked, it looked the most beautiful. Too. Yeah. Like honestly, I, I put here in my notes. I I want like t- the two lightsabers in that dark fog for I want that painting. Mm-hmm. You know I mean? yeah. just yeah. Yeah. when they come out and then they ignite for a second. You know, because they went down and walk again. Yeah, it's just beauty, just beautiful. To watch. That's her fight. That's her fight. Clone, so that's exactly how she fights in the Clone Wars. It's amazing. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah sure. um, but so that was um, our first episode. Yeah, so um, um, well, before we hop over to yeah. the next one, uh, uh, did, did you have any problems with this with this episode besides? But, oh, but besides the besides uh, the Soka Tano, no, no. I, I really besides my little gripe about Soka Tano. No, I thought it was really well done, really well crafted. Um, I love the the the, the epilogue, basically dealing with Thrawn. Um, and what I learned about Best Star Steel. Um, overall, I thought it was really good. What gets me about Pascal, who plays Mandalorian, mm-hmm. he's not some like macho guy. Like he's not. He's the most like I'm just here to do a job. Mm-hmm. And only time there's a problem if you decide to change the terms of our deal. Mm-hmm. Like that, we're good. And that's what I like about. It. But there's no, there's no ego in his voice at, no. throughout the entire, which is amazing because it's such a macho role, right? You know, yeah. you're the you're the lone soldier, you're the lone yeah. guy, lone gunslinger, well, but his voice is so like opposite. It's, 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 uh, well, it's, also, it's, like, it's very John Wick. And, like, like, John, Wick doesn't, yes. John Wick doesn't seldomly yells at all. Like he yells yes. like, yell, like once in the first movie, but he seldomly ever yells. Yes. And he because he doesn't need to do anything. Like mm. like all he says is like, hey, take the night off, and he says, Thanks, John. Like he doesn't need to like, yeah. do much more than that. Yeah, and it's kind of nice to see that because you're so used to hearing like the macho presence, and he's just the Opposite of it, and yet he still gets the point across, which I found really cool. Yeah, yeah. sure. Uh, yeah. I think he's good. I think the only problem I have with this uh, episode, besides my, my normal gripe, is just uh, I feel like I want the villains to be a little more imposing. I guess mm-hmm. because I feel like you know, you know, Ahsoka like cuts through them pretty easily for the most part, without without it being much di- much difficult. You know I mean? The problem is that the empire is fallen now, so yeah. they don't have oh, as I much know. street credit oh, oh, as I they know. used to have. Right? Oh, I'm never saying the Empire. Like, yeah. I'm just saying like just those like, characters. Those characters. Are, like I just want, I just want it to be a little more difficult for her because I feel like you know when the when they chase her and she's like mm-hmm. ghosting all those guys in the end. I'm like this is easy for her. Like like I'm not she just cut like, like, like I'm not seeing this. Be and then when she fights the girl at the end, all I'm thinking is why isn't she just using the force in this? Like is she gonna like put this put all these lives at stake mm-hmm. just to fight an honorable fight for just this one person? Mm-hmm. Because like she's using, because she's going to use Girl of War time. Like, yeah, she really didn't use the Force that much at all. Like, right? like, like, right. But she could just end it like with the Force. Like, like it didn't need 
I, I see where you're going with that. And, yeah, she was like, like, it's like where it's, it's very much the, like the the bad guy or the good guy that like mows through all the like mows through all of like the henchmen. Yes, and they get, and they get to the bad guy like I'm gonna fight you fairly and not. And I'm like, you are not using any of the time. And that, but that's <laughs> but that's a silver time. Like I mean, I think I, I think and this could be my own theory, but. Using the force for just slaughtering people, well, right? But not even slaughtering, but just to end the fight. Be like, she, she didn't have to even kill her, but just be like, "I got you. It's over." We're, I, I, I think that's I a, that's a slippery road. I mean, that's some Darth Vader slippery road shit, right? When you start just choking motherfuckers out, right? I mean, think about it. But you know, cut people down just fine. That's no problem with that either. But like you said, it's got to be. I think it's like if you look at her in the Clone Wars, she always wants to fight a fair fight. Right, mm-hmm. not that her competitors want to fight. I mean, the fight versus her versus Darth Maul. Mm-hmm. That was an amazing fight, fight. and it was t- and Darth Maul was cheap as shit. I thought in a lot of things, but I just think when you start using the Force that much, I think it becomes seductive. Right, you're like, I can finish this in two seconds. After. Remember uh, Rogue One, where Darth Vader just cut through all the motherfuckers. <laughs> one good scene, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, one good scene. That's what I'm saying. So, Tuck the Time has the same amount of talent that Darth oh, Vader yeah. does. So that's what I'm saying. It's, it's not just the force; it's how you use it, right? Yeah, but and but my also thing is, it's not even just like for her. Her like this talent is like depending on her to like, mm-hmm. and, and and if she dies because she just wanted to be fair, and that and then that talent just goes back to just being tortured. Absolutely, I agree with you. But then, then, then it's like, like, but then it's like, are you just knowing you have the tools to save them? But you're just like, uh, I'd rather like put all their lives in line so I can feel. Honest I got the perfect example for you. This I'm gonna give it to you right now. So in Clone Wars, mm-hmm. uh, the, the last, the last, if you don't watch the last episode of Clone Wars, I watched the last four, which were fantastic. Okay, the absolute last episode, and that was she says, you know, uh, uh, Rex says, hey, you know, we need to kill all these clone troopers. They're trying to kill us, uh-huh. and she's like, I'm not that Jedi. That's just not me. They're gonna die, but I'm not gonna be the one who kills them. Yeah, and, and, and that's what I'm saying. That's who she is. That's my point. Is that. When she could have cut through that, whoever that chick was, mm-hmm. absolutely. Well, but, but here's the thing: I, it makes more sense for the Clone Wars because those are her, those are her guys, mm-hmm. and it's like you know, I, she has a connection with them, like like they're her, they're her team. So you're saying no mercy on the enemy. Well, I'm just saying that like this enemy's just torturing people, and you're just gonna. But and why do they get a like? Why do they get a fair? I think like, I think it has to do with respecting your enemy. I think why do they why to do fight they, them on your level on a certain thing? Don't you think? No. Um, if, and here's the thing: she's not also a Jedi either, though. So, yeah. And so again, it's the whole. She says like, 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 what, 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 what code is she be holding to accept? Her she's, she may not be a Jedi, but she is a hero. She, she's definitely a hero. She's a hero. So but, I think heroes. But, 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 but I don't. But I don't think. I don't think heroes. I don't think that you killing a bad guy is like makes you less of a hero. Like given the context of that. And the thing is, she, remember, and she didn't kill her. But we don't see. She surrendered. But did, wait, do we see her again? No, you don't see her. But I'm, yeah. assu- I'm assuming that she didn't get killed. Yeah, well, yeah, again, like, I'm like, I don't know, maybe, like, because, uh, like, because we have lightsaber to her, and then we just never see her again. It, it, I, I would be hard pressed that because so like, would, like, would kill a uh, basically at that a defenseless enemy. No, at well, that no, time. no, and I wouldn't say either. But I'm just saying that we didn't see it. Like, like it was left open ended. Like, Absolutely, like, how, how but to cut down. I, I mean. I'm not saying you're wrong. I guess what I'm saying is I would be hard pressed to believe that she cut down. Uh, a, 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 a no, I'm not making that argument. She yes. did, but I'm just saying. Well, but I'm saying I'm just weirded out by like guerrilla for warfare tactics team, mm-hmm. like honorable here. I'm just like, what's? I mean, it's. I mean, those guys. Those guys in the fourth didn't stand a chance against her. Mm-hmm. But she, if yeah. this was Cara Dune, yeah. I would totally agree with you, right? Mm-hmm. This is Cara Dune. Yeah. 
fucking soldier. I don't give a shit about nobody. Fine. Fine. Absolutely. We we would be in full argument. But there's something about Ahsoka Tano who just doesn't do that. She just doesn't do that's not her that's not her thing. She so I think I think you gotta look at I I've seen I've seen Sobatano from when I first started wearing clothing to now and I just don't think she's capable of that level of brutality. Yeah, I, you know, I think for me it's probably my uh I think it's my it's it's it's, it's my Batman problem bleeding into this conversation mm. I have like this, you know, if you just killed then, like, Gotham would be a safer place, but I guess your morality is more important than, like, yeah. than, like people's lives, but all right, just keep putting it back in our yeah, there's, a, there's a price to be paid for, like, being yeah, that cold. Yeah, but there's also a price to, be, price to be paid for, like, for, like, being that good to the point that you're, like, gonna, like, constantly give like, or, like, give an easy hand to, like, the bad guy. I wouldn't like, call it an easy hand. It's almost like, don't kick your enemy while they're down. Right. Mm-hmm. If the enemy doesn't have a weapon, you give them one. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I it's mean, it's I, one of those like there's, I mean, a, there's a. I mean, I get that for sure. I I I get the I, I get the honor. I'm just more like, all right. I just hope this I hope this guy doesn't like get out and then and, the, and does it again. And it's like it's like the whole thing of like I call Gotham City like a pin full of rabid dogs that Batman will never put down. Yes. And I'm like people are still dying because you're not putting any of these people. Absolutely. Down. And that's yeah. that's a Batman thing. Yeah, yeah. Batman has a problem because he true. Let's go totally off yeah. topic. So Batman, <laughs> and I love Batman, uh, but yeah. he believes that everybody is redeemable. Not everybody works under the rules, right? And that's the problem with Batman. Like, that and like I don't like. He hasn't redeemed a single one of his books. Exactly. Like, like, yeah, it's, it's not, not worth it. But, but he cannot, he, because he of his yeah, parents yeah, dying, yeah, of he cannot be the person to end I know somebody. Why. I know why, but when I see a pile of bodies, the Joker's looking at him, I'm just like, that's what I mean, Batman. He, like, he, he comes out <laughs> and he's coming back with this amazing. But that's guy. why he loves him. That's why the Joker can do what he does. But he I'm like Batman because he's incapable of doing those well, things. Well, I love him this. You're not really a hero then, because your because your morale is more important. And that's something that's broken about Batman. Absolutely, <laughs> Batman does. Out of all the heroes you can name, he is not. He's the least heroic out of all of them, I right? Moving to Metropolis. Yes, <laughs> you better. You have a better game with Superman. Because <laughs> remember, Batman will throw you off a roof just high enough so you don't die, yeah, but you'll break everybody in your body. Superman, Superman's like, um, I'm, I'm. I'm not against killing. I just generally don't have to. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> but like, don't make, don't, don't beg me get yeah, to that point. Yeah, yes. that's a great issue where yeah. someone actually missed the Joker and they have that whole back and forth. Yeah. The Joker's like, oh, you don't kill. He's like, who said I don't kill? Exactly. <laughs> He's so, like, I guess I don't have to. But absolutely. Don't push me. Yeah, exactly. So that Batman thing is not. Ahsoka Tano is not Batman. I know. Batman is his own. He's his own man in his own messed yeah. up right. I know. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like in terms of like having one's honored, like you know, like mm-hmm. few come across as unfair in weird ways. Where like what the bad guy does seems like unforgivable, but they still kind of get like, oh, you're going to jail, but like all your henchmen are going to die. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, why did why did why did the guy who's really involved for all this? Just get jail time. I'm like, all oh, the henchmen yeah. are dead. I'm like, like they just got hired. They just don't even know what's going on. You're thinking about like the, the downstream problems. <laughs> yeah. It's like you're really thinking about the downstream issues. Where I'm like, that's the enemy, and I'm I'm the hero. You have to look out. You also have to look out. People project themselves as the hero. Like I have oh, honor. Right. I'm not. I'm not. Gonna, oh, no yeah. matter what you do, I'm only going to go so far. Right, yeah. and that's what makes me the hero. Right. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah. So, fascinating. But, yeah. <laughs> right, let's hop over to the tragedy. All right, the tragedy. Which, uh, great, great episode. And uh, who directed that one? So, Robert Rodriguez is... is yes, name. Robert Rodriguez, who's uh, Mr. El Mariachi, Desperado, my favorite, Dust Till Dawn. Dust Till Dawn. Dust Till Dawn. Dust Dawn. Time in Mexico. And uh, Alita Battle, Battle Angel. Angel. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah, look, I, Mandalorian Chapter 14, The Tragedy. There you go. <laughs> right in front of me. So, I love Robert Rodriguez. And it's funny, we're going to talk about this later in our director's talk, but um, it's funny how, like, you got Robert Rodriguez, you got Dave Filoni, you got Carl Weathers. Oh, that's what we didn't talk about. Carl Weathers had directed the Siege. The Siege, yeah. So uh, let's get into that actually before we keep moving forward. We'll have to edit this back in. Uh, you didn't like the Siege. I did not. Now I love the Siege. It got ninety two percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Mm-hmm. Um, it was called uh, the Siege. Doesn't take uh, take the season by storm. But Carl Weathers' death direction and some exciting character moments for Giancarlo Esposito making an enjoyable installment. Mm-hmm. Rotten Tomatoes. Mm-hmm. Right? That's not even my words. Yeah, it's Rotten Tomatoes. Because Rotten Tomatoes also run. Like, Rotten Tomatoes also gave, like, episode one, like, a, eight, an, eight, like a 99 or, like, an 80 something out of yes. it. Yes. And people don't like episode one that much anymore. I don't disagree. All I'm saying is that it for is, a man who's 72 years old, mm-hmm. They decide to say, hey, I'm going to put my toe in the directing. Yeah. I thought he did a fabulous yeah, job. I think it looked, I, I think like every episode, it looks gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, like in uh, the episode uh, that I talked about, it was, um, it just felt so easy. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, like, like, and, like, and I didn't even mention this in my review. So, like, you know how Mondo lands there and you're like, yes. I gotta get my shit fixed and they're like yes. well, it's gonna be a while and that's like, right how long is a while you flew back and it was fixed and, and then saved them in the same ship and that was like what a couple hours like so like what is a long time in your world because like that didn't even yes. feel like that was that long yes and that was and, and it just it felt like they were untouchable and it, it, mm-hmm. I mean, I felt like a video game uneasy like there was yes. just like nothing was hitting them Troopers there's a part where a Troopers fought like just crashes on his meter bike yes. for no reason for no reason nothing to touch there's a fact that he's trying to navigate down I agree like, yes. and I was like if, if, if the if the antagonists are just incompetent <laughs> is incompetent but that has nothing to do with Carl's Weathers directing direct I mean in the sense of like it's not like this is unusual for Stormtroopers to do stupid shit no, right? no, but it makes no, but it makes it takes away all tension from the scene when like the people chasing are crashing just for no reason. Like, like you're not doing anything to make them crash; they're just crashing. You're just like, how are we? Oh, there was definitely tension in the scene when they were running up to the volcano when they were trying to shut it off, and the volcano like fucking it's damn near exploded. Mm-hmm. When they're in that chase scene and that armored APC carrier. There was some moments. I mean, I mean, there was there. They were pretty far away before it exploded. So it wasn't like I feel like it was a close call. No, no, absolutely right. Like they were way away when it exploded. So yeah. Like, um, and and I'm not saying that everything or every action scene has to be like down to like that last second before they get out. Okay. But like they're but, but because they're so far away, like like from getting away. Yes. I'm, just, I'm yes. like okay, they're not. That's no danger. Yes. Typhoons, typhoons go after them. Yes. And yes. I'm like. Just stay up there and shoot. Do not go into the canyon. Stay up there and shoot. Oh, they're going to the canyon. Oh my gosh. Guys, <laughs> you have the resources. Just don't go into the canyon. Just stay above and shoot at them. But like, no, they're going to fly low for no other reason than they need to be, they need to be easy for Did Carl Brothers get a crappy script or was it bad directing? 
I think he got it. I think for a man who's never directed a movie in his life, mm-hmm. I think he did the best he could with the script he got. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm, I'm not like the script you got the script. I'm not. I'm not bashing the director. I'm bashing the writing. Okay. Okay. Well, that's it. Okay. That's a whole. And, 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 and all I'm watching is the writing. Like I know. I know that he didn't plan all that. I'm, I'm not sure that most of that action is pre-made. Yes. To hell before he even got before the script. Before he showed up. Before yes. he got the script. So I'm not looking at him like, oh, why did he make the Stormtrooper for granted? That was already in the script. That was probably already even like written. No, that's probably already like. That's probably, that's probably already animated before he even got the script. Okay. Because the CG looks that good, then it would take that much time to do that. Yeah, absolutely. But my problem isn't isn't him at all. Okay. But I'm just saying that like it's 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 hard to make me like have any attention. Like like if, if it's like, hey, can I no, they need to blow it needs to blow up when they're this far away, we've already shot, we've already pre-visited. So yes. it's like Exactly. So that's like because my thing is like this is like I just feel like I'm not hopping on him, I'm hopping on him. Okay, so let's just make that distinction. Right. Okay. Right. So you got nothing I against even, I didn't even mention him in my review. And that's something I was kind of upset about because I was like, wait a minute, man. Give the brother a chance. I mean, like not, the problem. The, the problem isn't him, though. Okay, that's what I want to make the distinction because normally when you talk about movies, you always say, "Hey, here's the director. He's but, done blah, and, blah 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 blah." Yeah, but when it comes to a TV show, there's like, like one like they're generally like directing it off as out of the first episode. Okay, and right. so like the way Fabric directed first episode of Mandalorian, pretty much how every episode is kind of directed in terms of visual style. Like there are little things here and there. Like uh, in the new one that we're going to talk about, the other tragedy, mm-hmm. where like uh, where Rodriguez comes in. Well, Rodriguez comes in, but like it felt like a fatter episode, kind of, mm-hmm. because because there's a shot where uh, that great shot where uh, uh, Boba Fett shoots 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 his rocket and takes out. That's right, takes out, and then turns around and walks as, as it's exploding. I'm just like. Iron Man? Yeah, like, I, yes. I saw, I saw and the dark shot. troopers looked like Iron Man actually. They were talking about Iron Man. Exactly. Yeah. So it felt yes. very iron. It felt like it was like, oh yeah, yeah. hey Afro, this is a shot to you. Yeah, this is homage to you, basically. Yeah, no, exactly. No, I and, agree with you. And, and again, that's fine. When it just comes to script writing, I'm just like, I don't think they're putting much uh they're trusting people to direct or 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 or, or the action to be storyboarded well in an interesting way. They're mm-hmm. like, it needs to all be this way, this way, like for them, if, if, you know, just hop, let's just hop off the uh, the mm-hmm. siege into into the tragedy. Mm-hmm. I think it was. I think with with Carl director, I think it was like baby steps. Like, yeah. like I'm gonna give you like yeah. the most action packed yeah. thing, least. which is gonna make is gonna be the least amount of dialogue. Yeah, to make it like okay, yeah. you want to try directing all right, Carl? Let's we'll start you off with baby steps. Yeah, like I, I don't. Yeah, I, again, like it's a. I don't. Judge directors on, on, on TV shows. Got like, it. Like, okay. Like, okay. Like, like, right. it stands out yes. because I'm like, it's part of a machine. Got I'm it. like, it's going to go whether or not you're in the chair. Like, exactly. have someone else do it, but it's already been previous. So, it. yeah, I'm not going it. So, it was nothing particular about no. Carl Weathers yeah. specifically. The thing is, I don't know. I, like, this is his first thing, and it's in someone else's voice. Yes. And yes. it's all someone else's yes. voice. Like, yes. You know what I mean? Yes. So, yes. I can't. So, even with this episode, I don't know what his directing voice is actually like. Exactly. So, like, um, if, he, if this gives him the bug and he wants to direct one day, I'll give him a shot and see what, and see, see what, and see what he can do right. with him being. Because I was putting them together, I was going to put the episode and Carl Weather direct, and which made it both of them. I, I, know, I was just doing. The, uh, just I, the I was just more on a writing standpoint because got that's it. what's more important when it comes to TV shows. Okay, got it. Okay, so, all right, moving on. Moving on. So we're talking about the tragedy. And uh, I thought it was good. I, I, I thought, thought it was amazing. I, I, I thought it was good. That was um, I liked. Uh, I, I liked the mystery of like 
the change between the child between a Grogu, geek, you know, being on the platform and lads go up and stuff. Mm-hmm. Boba, Boba's back. Boba's back and like actually cool. Yeah, you know, to all to all you guys out there who have read the comics or whatever, like I haven't. So like, yeah, me either. But I've seen Spit pieces. But yeah. this is the first. I mean, and here's the thing though, like as cool as he is, we've seen other Mandalorians, and so like 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 do their thing. Mm-hmm. So like as cool as it is, it's also like I'm just seeing. A fighting style I've kind of now seen, but just done by someone, but done by the first person I've ever seen wear the armor. Yes, because exactly. because we see them in the armor, we never see the Mandalorian fighting style in Star Wars movies in full, in and full. Not, not until like Attack of the Clones when Jango's fighting Obi Wan for like a hot minute. Yeah. But, but, but at least, you, but, but it gives you a taste though. Yes, because yes, he's, yes. he's he's not holding back. He's, he's no, no, he's, he's, he's double, yeah, he's double, double burn on fire. And, and, he gives yeah. you everything, and, yeah. and, and it shows you that, like, yeah. This is how they get down. Like, yeah. like they're using his, yeah. like they're using his blood to make clones for a reason. Yes, because he can kill it. Because he can kill it. Yeah. Yes, exactly. No, definitely, definitely. That I love the fact that, like, what gets me is like when you see him pretty put his suit on, like his skin's all messed yeah. up, and they're like, people, if you didn't know, he was inside the starlight pit, pit for I don't I'm know just, how long. I'm saying it was a minute. I'm just kind of wondering <laughs> how did the suit get separated from him. That's what I'm curious about too, because he came with in what I've seen from the comics and kind of watched a little bit of YouTube on it. Basically, when he escaped, he was wearing the suit. Yeah. So I don't know, you know, how he lost the how suit. Did he, how did he lose him and how did he just fought? I guess, I guess he was looking for it in the Marshall. Yeah, right? yeah. But also, like, did he know that, like, he got it from the Marshall? Because every, every time he's looking at looking at him, he's just, like, looking at him from a distance. Yes, yes. And so I was yes. like, because the Marshall just has the suit. Yes, he's just wearing it, yeah. And, and, and like, at no point, you think Boba Fett would have been like, yo, that's mine. That's mine, I'm going to take that. Because yeah. he, he's sitting around there just... Yeah, he's just kind of straight around. I don't know what yeah. he's doing. Yeah, so that's the whole thing. I mean, you can literally do a whole backstory with just Boba Fett and the stuff that he's been through. How did he get what's-her-name to, like, hit him, like, with a, with in season one when he saved her, the what's-her-name? Uh, uh, I forgot her. She looked like Midnight Wind. Yeah, Midnight Wind, yeah. Well, when she saved you see yeah, that yeah, in the like, he saves right in, but you don't see about, like, okay, how's the life there? And what was he doing between then and now? Like, what right. was, what, like, what's going, what, what, why did it take him so long to track down the man who in the suit where he did right? You, just, you know, like, like because, like, yeah. you see him, he's just kind of wandering. It doesn't, like, he looks busy. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, so, maybe he's dealing with his own issues from the Starlight Pit that we don't know about, but um, I thought it was, I thought, wow, like, this is Star Wars. This yeah, is what, this, we, this like, is what we you know, pay to see. It feels like Star Wars. I, although I will feel, I will say that in this episode, I felt like I wanted to make a, like an improvement, but just the with just like the order of events that happened, like like okay. like, like not not changing what happened. Okay, just like making it better. By with, 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 for example, so like when the when the dark troopers come down, right? Mm-hmm. Come out and just take it, like take the child and mm-hmm. go, right? I would have preferred. So you know how Mondo like goes up in the field and he keeps knocking it back. Yeah, three times. I, three times. I, I was like, why three times? And also, why do you keep trying the same thing? Yes. Also, he keeps calling the kid "kid," and it's established that if he calls him Grogu, he actually pays attention. Yes. And but then when, when you try to get the kid's attention, he never calls him by his yes. name. So, so, so you call him the kid. And I was like, exactly. well, you just established what worked, what really worked. I mean, like if, if he used to call him Grogu, it didn't work. Then I'm like, okay, but like you sometimes in the opening of the episode, yes, he calls him Grogu. He's like, Grogu, he yeah. like, he's like, like oh, well, you call him our real name. He's like, oh, it works, yeah. So like, so I thought we would play play back later, but it, you never, you never, yeah. Know. It's one of those things where I just think, I mean, I, having kids, yeah, 
And I, I'll admit this: if you you called that kid a yeah. kid for so long, yeah. that's just what you're used oh, no, to doing, no, no. right? It's, it's just it's just it's just wrong. It's perfectly fine. Yeah. It's just been made a pot. It's just been an element, uh, a point of making a point of it in the opening up. And if they had to done that, then you would have been like, so oh, yes, yeah, you know, yeah. But yes. like he just there's a yeah, point. like if you just call him kid yeah. through the whole episode yeah. versus Grogu, then yeah. kid. I get where you're going. Like, like, why would you like, do that? Yeah. That's such a specific point you're trying to make before you don't yes, do it. Yes, so. I get what you're saying. Especially trying to get his attention, basically. So, uh, and who do you, you think he was? Who do you think Grogu was trying to commune with? That's my question. Like, no one. They don't even talk. I mean, that literally was just left yeah. on our kitchen floor, which I like. Yes, which I like because I, unfortunately, I feel like there's a lot of hand holding in Mandalorian mm-hmm. where people just stop and explain everything to you out loud. Because well, a lot of people, there's a lot of lot of intermittent stories that are coming. More, but uh, but yes. I'm just saying as a person that likes, I like a little mystery. Give me don't hand hold me all. Give me something yeah. to be like, what was that about for later? That's yeah. Like, well, the theories later. have been Mace Windu. I heard Mace Windu. Uh, I heard. Yes. I heard. I heard. Um, what that he was talking to, or that he, the, the person he may be communing with. Oh. Who's the Jedi's who may be out there that they're considering I, I heard Mace Windu. I also heard that, like, uh, I wasn't hearing about who he's committed with. I heard theories about, like, who saved him. Oh, you're talking about who actually got him out of, got him out, yeah. from Order 66. Yeah. Yeah. And, and yeah. So, so we, don't, we still don't know that one. Yeah, that's that's a whole other thing. Who first had to get out of the I heard Mace Windu also mentioned as, like, a what if he got, you know? Yes, yes. And they also mentioned um, the person that, like, got him out and, like, the, it was a mix-up was, uh, was Ezra. From Richard, Richard, Ezra Richard from, yeah, uh, from, from Rebels. From Rebels, yeah. yeah. And there was a connection there, which they talked about, like, maybe Ezra's going to show up later on. Well, know? that's the whole thing with Thrawn. If you got Thrawn, you're going to have Richard because in the, yeah. in the last episode of the Rebels, yeah. they take off together. Yeah. So if you're gonna find Thrawn, you should find Bridger. So yeah. it's gonna be true. So. now with Bridger, but Bridger's not. Con- I don't consider him a Jedi. No, 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 no. Not. He was never truly trained. Well, no, but like I'm just talking about the person that would get him. That, that, I'm talking about like what has he been doing since? Yes, like, yes, what yes, 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 time yes. Or, or what? Because this kid just has kind of been handed off for a minute. Yes, around absolutely. during in the background of the of the original trilogy, he's just being handed around by people to people. So, it's, so yes. obviously, it, yeah, he's running to some people that we don't know about, right? Exactly. Yeah. But uh, but my thought was so when he gets knocked, there's a part when he comes with the force field again, he gets knocked, he, yeah, gets, yeah. he gets knocked unconscious for like a minute, mm-hmm. and I was like, what if? And this this just played out better for me. Mm-hmm. Black troops land while he's unconscious, right? He wakes up and they're like going towards the camp. Absolutely, and, absolutely. And, and he fights yeah, them. Absolutely. And he fights them, and they actually beat him in the, and get the kid and take off because I want him to have something he can't beat the first. Time. Well, that would make sense of why you would call it the tragedy. Exactly. Right? Well, yes, well, like, yes. the, the tragedy, and also this is the first time you've seen him just lose. Yes. Yes. And 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 like and like Empire, you need to give the bad guys a win so you feel like. Yes. He's got to take a he's got to take a loss to get the big win. Like, like, it makes the win feel better when yes. it's from a loss. Yes. And, and I feel like he just wasn't there, and it would have been cooler if he had like if he was there, fought, did everything he could, but those troopers were just too good. Yes. And so like when he happened, so when they fight again, you're thinking, oh, he's the he has, he has to, to figure out something, out, something, something new. To work him out. Yeah. No, that makes perfect sense. And, and, I mean, he's only taken the Mandalorian. This whole all this killing he's done, he's only taken one loss, and that was to Moff Tarkin. Yeah. But so. exa- exactly, but it, and so I, I kind of I need him to I need the bad guys to get some more wins, but, 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 but I want that win to be like a decisive, not just like we we grabbed him when you weren't looking. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. I wanted to be like, no, you just weren't good enough. And and I and, totally yeah. see where you're going with that. I totally I would agree with you. I totally agree with you. But it's so weird that like they said all those troopers down there, 
and then and then take them away and then send another people. Like, yes. I'm like same time, yeah. like, same, so, same time, but it's almost like a two prong. So I get it. Yeah, no, I totally get it. My thing is okay. You call the tragedy and who got lost? Bro, who got lost? And the Razor Crest gets blown up. But nobody is that a real tragedy? No, if he even got if, if he even got injured or broken a leg or, lost, or lost. yes, but yes. when he lose, he just wasn't there. He just wasn't exactly like he took off his pack. He yeah. wasn't there. Didn't get, so I don't understand. Yeah, I, I, if if he had taken a personal physical some loss, some kind of loss, some kind and of loss. Yes, so you're yes. inspecting some big loss. Yes, exactly. And it's like we exactly. lost the kid, but I feel like I feel like they're gonna get the kid back. I feel like they're gonna get back too. Yes. And your ship is gone, but like nobody was in it, so yeah. like exactly. And you got Boba Fat now. It's yeah. Like, hey, I got a life debt like, to your ass. You're doing okay. You're doing okay. You're doing okay. Yeah. Now yeah. you got you lost the reason because, but now you got a ship and two warriors. You got the slave one. You yeah. Got yeah. Like, you doing okay? <laughs> Yeah, you're right. On top of that, they're going to go get a Bill Burr. Yep, they're going to get Bill Burr, yeah. That's so funny that a comedian would actually... How the hell did he score that role is what I want to know. Uh, Oh, no, because he's friends with uh, uh, John Favreau. Dad But they're both friends. That's what I'm saying. We're going to have an episode uh, talking about black directors and the lack of, like, access, Mm -hmm. black directors playing sci-fi. But that's what I'm saying. Like, oh, it's like... It's like incestuous. All these guys just know each other. It's just this little this little club that black people aren't invited to, basically. Well, I feel like um, there's always the one black friend that's like in the group. Like, you know, like Carl Weathers. Well, the one that Carl Weathers or like, Carl Weathers or even like when you watch the, the Jedi Avatar movies, like, you yeah. know, like, uh, what's his name? Craig Robinson. You know, like, he's yes. like, he'll be the black guy like, in that group. So yes. they always have the one black guy in the group or something like that. But, yeah. You always need your token, I guess. I guess. <laughs> yeah, I, I just, guess. Uh, I just drives me nuts. Alright, so talk about the like tragedy, that? no, that was it. I just I think we got a lot of main points here. I think um I can't wait to see what the next episode is gonna be like, but I mean you can't be doing too bad at Boba Fat in your back pocket. That's gonna be pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. See what he's gonna do with his suit and stuff. Yeah. But yeah, I I liked it uh, it was the first time that like there was a, it was at least it was at least somewhat a decisive loss. Mm-hmm. Yes. So like yes. I feel like now because like I guess my, my problem has also been up until like now, the bad guys have kind of been the underdog because they mm-hmm. cause they keep losing. You know what yes, I mean? Like, yes, I, mean, I, mean, I mean, even the like Moff Tarkin like or had that kind of thing in the last episode of the first season. Mm-hmm. Like, it was like I feel like Mando still won. Like, he's like he's still talking about Tie Fighter by himself. Yes, exactly. And so I was like, well, there's one thing we did talk about is now that they have Grogu. I mean, is he tr- is Moff Tarkin trying to make weaponized force wielding troopers? Yeah, well, I was thinking you know, because, like, because they mentioned something M count, and I was thinking and I that's was, the midichlorian. That's the midichlorian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they're trying to like actually turn the force into a science. Yes, and, we're, yeah. 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 So, so that's the whole thing. Are they doing genetic experimentation to build these new super troopers? Maybe, which would be really or, cool. Or maybe he wants it for himself. Possibly too, because he's like, you know, I can't do it, but like maybe I, you know, this kid's blood is the key to like me. Being able to use the, use the force. Use the force. I mean, I got my, I got the dark saber. The cool thing use the force along with that. <laughs> yeah, we still haven't got to the bottom of how we got the the dark saber from uh, the Mandalorian Bo Katan. Mm-hmm. So that's gonna be interesting to see how that turns out. Like, because there's definitely a backstory with Bo Katan and Moff Tarkin. And I didn't think is it was it because of the. I don't think it's the purge. It was basically after. Yeah, it was the purge. The purge were basically when at the end of Clone Wars, where remember the. There was an occupying force on Mandalore, right? Mm-hmm. And then the Empire took over, mm-hmm. 
And then that was called the purge because they were trying to get rid of all the Mandalorians who didn't want to submit. Mm -hmm. So that's when we pick up with Mandalorian where those guys are hiding out and blah, blah, blah. They kind of spread out. Exactly. So it's going to be interesting to see if they're going to touch on the purge um, in this whole Mandalorian thing. Maybe. Yeah. Or or maybe just even hint at it. Yeah. Like, honestly, I I say move forward, but just constantly respect the past. I don't don't necessarily want to see it as much as I just want to, like, Know about it. Know about, about it. it. Yeah. Because I feel like the, I feel like that lore always just makes the world like it gets too splintery. It gets too yeah. 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 Exactly. It's yeah. like it's like a Game of Thrones when they're like under the castle and they just see a dragon skull. Like I just need that dragon. I don't need to see what well, happened. How to get there? How to get there? But like, get there, but yeah, like yeah. obviously something cool happened a long time. Ago. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. That's when you get into these like extended universes because you like I kind of want to know about that and then you're like oh shit but then it's gonna take me off the main story. Exactly. And, yeah. And, I, and this just makes it makes the world feel bigger. But mm-hmm. you, Kind of what it needs to do. Yeah, and I'm fine right. with that. Yeah, so. and Star Wars is so big as so big as it is. So big as it is, you never gonna know it all. You're right. You don't never. want to because yeah. then it stops being. It stops becoming kind of a mystery. It's yeah. being a mystery. Yeah. Exactly. Good point. Good point. So you think we're good here. Yeah, so we're good. Yeah. Let's uh, let's uh, let's rate these two episodes like just out of ten. So what would you give? The siege. Uh, yeah. Well, the, yeah, the siege. We'll give. So we'll just go through. I mean, I already, oh, sorry, have, yeah. I already have mine for the siege already in my episode. So you know, I guess the last. Uh, the siege, I would definitely give like a solid seven and a half. Okay. And uh, oh, that's nine and a half, easy, almost ten. I think Robert Rodriguez knocked it out the park. I think and he they no, Robert Rodriguez did uh, the, the tragedy. Oh no, I said the Jedi. I'll, oh, I'll, the Jedi. Oh, sorry, 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 sorry. Sorry, sorry. Down to sorry the Jedi. I'll say the Jedi. I would definitely give like a nine. Okay. I'll give it a nine. I, 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 I wish Ahsoka, it'll be a perfect 10 if Ahsoka, I think, was but, right. Yeah, right. they'd have fixed her and did a little. I just think, eh, yeah, nine point, nine. Yeah. I'd say 8.5. Okay. And then the tragedy? The tragedy was like 9.5. Easy, easy 9.5. Um, I just think, like you said, you had a great plot hole there that you definitely addressed that I would have probably, but I would give it a 10 if it had been that point. You just if it had been that and yes, then like they escaped, yes. he's just beaten and watching them fly yes, away, that would have yes. been like an impact. If you have been injured in some and way. And then like cut and then next episode yes. we see like both of them helping them out, that would have been like, ah, yes, all right, cool. Yes, yes. What's going to happen next? Yes, an honest ass whooping would have been good to see. But yeah, uh, yeah, definitely 9.5. And I hope Rodriguez. I hope he keeps getting in with Dave Filoni. Oh, yeah, guys. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we saw them in the we saw them in the uh, the chef thing. So like, and they, yes. all, they all know each other. They all know each other. Yeah. I hope the Mandalorian is is here to stay and keeps going. Thank you for joining us for First Glance. You can find us currently on Podbean and on iTunes. Until next time, I'm Byron Chip, and thank you for joining us. And may the force be with you always. <laughs> <laughs>